What is up, party people? One more episode of Actual Cupcake. That's fucking me, unedited. What is up? Uh, again, uh, if you haven't been watching, um, I'm just a dude. Been a promoter for going on 16 years out here in California. Been an artist management artist manager and developer for about six years. Um, you know, tour managed for about four. Ran a record label for two. Did all sorts of cool stuff. Um, I run a company called Pen Up Productions and then also Pen Up Artist Management. They are technically two separate companies, yes, but they share a name. Uh, find them on Facebook, check it out. Uh, today, this episode is about, um, you know, then versus now. Uh, I had a friend, um, Max or Maxime from Canada that asked me, um, you know, I know him, he, he plays in a band called Blind Witness. Um, I tour managed them in Canada and in the States uh, in like, oh shit, I don't know, 2008, 9? Honestly, don't remember. Um, but he was like, you should do an episode about like the MySpace days versus the Facebook days or now, now, now times, you know what I mean? And for like bands and up and coming and how to get found and just the difference in the industry and just stuff like that. Um, and I was like, you know what? not a bad idea and also it's been one of the first requests i've actually gotten from somebody i know so let's go for it um i mean let's start with myspace versus facebook the the, the times we live in and the platforms you know facebook is algorithms and greed and money 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 and target audiences and organic reach versus non-organic reach and all this stuff you know, on MySpace, like, there was a little bit of ads and stuff like that towards the end, but it was like, you put shit up, people could find it. It was, it was like, the easiest way to discover bands, the, you know, the suggestion category, like, I feel like it actually worked, you know, the whole able to have a song on your profile as your default song, and, like, that really showed people what you were into at the time, like, that was sick. I mean, unless you used it for something cheesy, you know, the year I turned 23, I had What's My Age Again by Brooklyn 82 as my profile song for a whole damn ass year. Because I just, I thought I was being way cheekier than I was. But, you know, you know, MySpace, the, the networking was real. There wasn't this paranoia of, like, someone being a creep or a piece of shit. Or, like, you know, the, the wall between bands and fans, you know, like, in the MySpace time you know, this music was getting more popular, you know, especially if we're talking about like punk, metalcore, you know, hardcore and all the subsidiaries of those, like, you know, it just worked out a lot better because it was all new to everybody. It wasn't all tilted and corrupt by money. It was just like, holy shit, look at all these rad bands. Look at this new style of music. It's just exploding, you know, and it just... It, it was just so easy to be discovered then because there were so much less hoops to jump through. You know, you could write a sick song, you could put it up on your MySpace, you could sit there and network and message with some people and it, you know, and it was like, it just worked a lot better. You know, it was easier to communicate. And then like, you know, you didn't have to worry about these algorithms and like stuff like that. You know, the fact that like Facebook is like, oh, you know, we don't own YouTube, so... We'd rather you just upload the stuff directly and then put a YouTube or a Spotify link to get plays like and yet YouTube doesn't or yeah Facebook doesn't do their own music player like MySpace did like it's I think it's whack honestly I think it's stupid like Facebook could be capitalizing a little bit better on 
on how they're what they're doing for artists and how they're working with music and doing shit. Um, you know, um, also like the presentation and like how you can get discovered is different these days, you know, like it's all about who you know now. Um, you know, there's still some of the bands every once in a while that come up that are just like, we put this music out, we worked hard on our own, you know, we made smart choices, we played the long game, and then it worked, and, you know, they get discovered, but that's very challenging these days. In MySpace days, it was like, this is a sick song, boom, you could just go viral, because there wasn't algorithms, there wasn't, like, you need to pay to promote, there wasn't, like, your reach wasn't nerfed because Zuckerberg's an asshole, or whatever, you know, um, so back then, you could just upload it, share it, hey, message a few dudes from your favorite bands, like, yo, like, put this up, you know, or hey, you know, we you just rolled through my town, my band opened for your band, like we just put up a new song, like, check it out, let me know what you think. Boom. Now my space, that was just it was just easier. I don't know why. It was a different mentality. It was a different time. But it's the truth. Like it just the, the, the both the previous two things I said were were not a lie. Like it was a different time. It was a whole hell of a lot easier to make all that stuff happen and to get it done. Um you know, the industry was different. Um, there were more teams. I mean, like, shit, back in, back in 10, 10, 15 years ago, you know, okay, 10, 12 years ago, you know, like, there was 10 to 15 booking agencies all doing up-and-coming or mid-level bands. And now, you know, and then there was just, there was just labels left and right, you know, and now it's like the power is in the hands of, like, three or four teams of people. You know what I mean? And if you don't have an in with that group or you're not making that group money, it's so much harder for, for younger bands to get found out. It sucks, you know? Um, there's some people, you know, I do um, like like artist consulting, you know? I do like half an hour phone calls with, with bands. I, I review their information, you know, give them some guidance and some steps on, you know, what's next. Hey, how can I help you push yourselves farther? I do that. Um, Ashley from Dynamic Talent does that. Um, I know Mike Zemer has been doing some stuff along those lines uh, from Third String. Um, there's, I'm sure there's a few other people doing it. Uh, you know, Nick uh, Nicholas Mishko over at 10 and 8 Management is a great dude to talk to about stuff like that. He is has, has you know, a wealth of knowledge and is always down to try to, like, pass a little bit of it on, help people, um, you know, um, there's also conferences and stuff like that you can go to and attend to learn this stuff. Um, you know, one of the things I tell bands now is like, you always have to save up extra money on top of your videos, on top of your merch, on top of all this stuff for, for promo. Like, you know, I mean, you you should have done it back then too, but it's a different game now. But like, you have to go online and take like marketing classes and, you know, all the platforms are changing their algorithms every week. And then it's like, you know, the more you pay, the better you're presented, you know, um, there needs to be one platform. Like, that's the problem is that nobody can compete with Facebook, you know, like, you know, Bandcamp tries, they do some cool stuff, you know, there's still SoundCloud, you know, Reverb Nation is around, but I know most people don't use it anymore, you know, like, it just, it just, you know, there's that, um, you know, Back then, it was just kind of like, hey, here's my song, check me out. Yeah, we're down to the tour. Or like, hey, here's the band I was in. Or like, oh yeah, I've opened these couple shows. Or like, you know, it's whatever. Um, now, you know, bands, you know, if you're in a band and you're watching this, build a website. 
just put everything in one place so people can see it. You can still do an EPK or you can do a website as the EPK, but doesn't matter, you know, like, but build that shit up. You got to send that in. You got to pitch it around. You know, I had a, I had something where I talked about, you know, stuff for new bands, short and sweet to the point, stuff like that. You can go back and watch it. was like one of my first couple episodes. doesn't matter. Um, you know, touring's different, more difficult now. Like there's less venues, there's less promoters, there's radius clauses and all this drama. And it's like, you know, people think that the business part of playing shows is stupid, but unfortunately, like that's the reason why there's not as many shows because some people are just, Hey, let's go play fucking 20 shows in a month. And then the, none of the promoters want to work with you because nobody's showing up to see you because you oversaturated yourself or, you know, bands are trying to like, you know, like when you come to California, you see a band play maybe five shows in California, but that's because bands think they can come here and still play Santa Cruz and San Jose and San Francisco. Like that doesn't work. It doesn't matter how big you are. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess if you're super big and you're playing small clubs, that could work. But, you know, keeping up with the, the industry changing is difficult. Um, you know, MySpace just like, seem to really give a shit about the music community and Facebook doesn't. So there's that difference too. Um, you know, back then everything was new. Now it's like, oh, you're ripping off so-and-so. You're doing this, you're doing that. You know, oh, that's not original. Um, you know, I think, you know, the reason a lot of us look at MySpace as like the golden years also is because it just was. Like it was fresh, it was new. Like these, like the the, the genre blending was different. It was... It was a new thing. It was radical. Like, you know, the platform was just built so well and it just, it was, it just existed in the perfect time. So I think there's that too. You know, a lot of us don't like Facebook and we just have to deal with it as the measuring stick or like, here's Spotify, you know, look at Spotify. I mean, like the joke, it gets passed around. Everybody talks about it, but it's like, you know, you can have a band that get, that has, you know, a million plays on songs they come to your town and they bring 20 people. So that's not a fair measuring stick. You know what I mean? So it just, it just kind of is what it is, unfortunately. Um, it's a bummer, but who, who, who knows, you know, like what, what can you do? You know, you can't really do much. Um, yeah. Um, the availability and the accessibility, you know, like the economic structure of the country was different in the MySpace days as well, which is also something that is definitely a factor, you know, um, you didn't have as many people that were so concerned with money, you know, there was more people that were innocent and just didn't give a shit that were having fun and enjoying it then. Um, I think that's a big factor. Um, you know, more people were eager to, eager to work together and grow and learn together then as well. Um, you know, everybody's out for themselves these days. There's no community aspect um and basically really unless you're talking about the hardcore scene you know um and then like you know you always have problems whether it's crews or you know the lo you know the local people that don't respect the different music types or like if you have a venue that's mostly hip-hop and you just start doing metal shows there then you get the hip-hop dudes get that you know hip-hop guys mad i mean like sometimes there's there's interior like promoter drama that you don't see um you know, there's all these factors that deal with bullshit. Um, you know, really the main thing is that Facebook sucks as a platform. So like, you have to 
be ahead of the curve. You know, you have to pay attention to the algorithms, what's changing, do those free marketing little meetings that they email you about every once in a while. Do that, you know. Uh, instead, back in the day, it was like, here's my MySpace, boom, done. You know, now it's like, here's my Facebook, here's my Spotify, here's our fucking LinkedIn, here's our EPK, here's our fucking tour history, you know, here's our website, uh, you know, we're also on Bandcamp, we're also, here's our Twitter, here's our Instagram, you know, you have all these things. And it's like, if you're not being consistent, and you're not, your branding's not similar, and it's not easily accessible, people don't give shit, you know? Like, I think that's the other reason why it's harder to be a big band, or, or get your foot in the door these days, because it's like... You know, I have I have a couple of bands I manage that are like their Twitter game. They fucking they crush it. You know, their their numbers on Twitter rule. And then you go to their Facebook, and it's like nobody gives a shit. And then I'll turn around and I'll have another band that like I have bands that are insane on Facebook, and their Instagram is shot. It's terrible. You know, it just kind of is what it is. Um, you know. Um, also, I think the the you know. I don't know, just like the world is at our fingertips when my sister's around, like, just look at the sidekick. Like, that phone was made because MySpace and AIM were a thing, you know? Um, now it's like, schedule a phone call, office hours, this, that, and the other thing, which is fine. It's the natural progression of, of an industry and a business. But, like, you know, I just think that back then, the accessibility was different because people could spend more time founding a new band or becoming a new promoter or learning to be an agent or trying to be an agent or a manager or trying to start their own label because the economy was different you know like you were able to tour and go get paid 100 bucks and it didn't give a fuck you know it didn't matter you're not you're not hitting some places where gas is almost five dollars a gallon where you are now you know so i think that's also an important factor to keep in mind um you know, really at the end of the day, I just fucking miss MySpace. That, that's just straight up. I do. I miss it. It's just things were just so easy. You know, it's going to be a while before anybody learns how to compete with Facebook. And Facebook's never going to get on board with music and giving you shit. Because they can't make money off of it. It just is what it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah. Besides that, uh, I could I could go on and on about the old days and this stuff. So I think I'll wrap it at that. Thanks for checking this episode out. Um, yeah, remember to support each other. Be awesome. Be rad. Uh, I'm going to be starting some stuff on Twitch soon that involve like creatives and people that are like disenfranchised from work or income or whatever uh, because of what's going on in the world today. Probably going to be like a bi-monthly thing. I'm going to have another host besides myself with a couple guests each time. Um, I will hopefully have some more info on that for you guys really soon. Um, you know, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Joel Cupcake. Uh, you know, my emails and everything are down below. I have a personal website, which is just joelhaston.com. You can always get more info with that. Um, besides that, this has been another episode of me, unedited. Thank you for checking it the fuck out.